Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to the news update here on Buzzing Pattaya. And uh, what a week we've had. Uh, lots, of been, lots of things have been going on. I haven't done this for a couple of weeks, only and simply because there wasn't really a lot to, uh, to go on. So I thought, well, let's throw some discussions, some chat shows out, which we've been doing. Uh, I'd like to say thank you very much to all of you that have been contributing with your comments. It's been fantastic to read them all. And uh, yeah, if, you, if you're not sure, have a look back in the, in the videos there last Monday and this week. We do some really good chats and some more to come. So uh, bear with me. So the news. Uh, what's happening here in the city? Uh, of course, this week is Valentine's Day. So guys, get yourself ready to go and woo the love of your life and take it to somewhere special. Maybe McDonald's on Second Road or I don't know, wherever you're going to go. Uh, but all jokes aside, it's a good opportunity. Where are you going to go? If you are in a relationship of any description, you know, where are you going to go for Valentine's? Drop your, uh, your recommendation down below and uh, let's see who's going where and what you're going to treat your ladies to. All right, so what's been going on? Well, in the, uh, in the Patea Mail, uh, there's an in, in uh, no, 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 what's that about? Uh, there's, a, there's an article here that says that Patea Walking Street neon signs get a two-month reprieve. Uh, now, you may not be uh, aware of what's going on, but basically the city council have been down through Walking Street, and you know all those lovely uh, signs that just glow and make the whole place look amazing? They've got to change. They've got to change. It says Walking Street businesses were ordered to remove their signs and install new ones, which cannot extend more than 60 centimetres from their building. 60 centimetres? I mean, I don't know. What's that? Well, it, can't, it ain't a lot, is it? Let's be honest. Um, so I don't know. You know, they were told about it in, in November. But the thing is, it's going to just, I think it will take away the atmosphere of the street. You know, when you go there at night time, you got all the girls, you got all the tourists, you got all the, the neon signs glowing and bouncing around. It really does make the atmosphere. If they're going to tuck in all these little signs and you've just got little signs going down the road, oh, I don't know, I don't really know what the logic Well, What do you think, guys? What, what do you think about it? I just think, I just don't think it's going to achieve anything. If anything, I think it's going to have a negative effect. Particularly when you, you know, with the irony of it is if you walk from Walking Street, uh, sorry, if you walk from Beach Road into Walking Street, there's probably one of the biggest neon signs that you could have advertising Walking Street in its entirety. So I don't know, but it, it does say that, you know, 60 centimetres, which, I mean, I'm, I'm not a mathematician, but that ain't a lot, is it? Um, goes on to say the deputy mayor uh, said that the delays in relocating to telecommunication was underground has delayed the removal of the utility poles that work now as expected to last through March, which means that the existing neon signs must be replaced by April. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a change on the, on the horizon and Walking Street's probably or more likely not even going to be glowing anymore, which is a real shame. I really not, don't like it. Now, again, in the Patea Mail, uh, John Chen, see, this is what, this is really weird, isn't it? So there's a, a John Chen restaurant owner who's basically been putting his tables and chairs out on the beach after it's uh, dark, so there's no one there sunbathing, you know, in the evening trying to make use of the space available and give, be, uh, give people a better dining experience. However, it goes on to say that uh, Lung Suai Restaurant regularly sets up tables and chairs for their customers on the beach in front of their restaurant on Jomtien Beach. However, however, uh, it says the restaurant has no permission or license to take over the beach. Restaurant manager uh, Kanok Surapech said he got the idea to set up tables on the sand during a very low tide the previous day. He told the officials he didn't think it would be a big deal. And the police and district officials told Connaught to clear off the beach and don't do it again. Uh, it will not take any legal action because the bureaucrats didn't actually know who has jurisdiction. 
you know, I mean, is it really that big a deal if it's of an evening? I mean, the beach just sits there. All the vendors, they all pack all their stalls up and their, and their umbrellas and they put them over by the trees and rope them around the trees, as you see, and, and that's the normal activity. But to take away the opportunity for a beach to provide a better dining experience, I don't really see that being a negative. And especially if you think, let's go down the route that, yeah, we're trying to attract families, we're trying to attract uh, a different clientele, let's call it. Well, surely offering someone a beach experience to be able to sit on the beach is far better than making them sit in a crowded little restaurant. So, unfortunately, he's not allowed to do it. They've said to him, no, that's it, you're done and dusted, son. Don't do it again or you're going to be in trouble. And, uh, yeah, that, that's the end of that dining experience. But, you know, when I went to Koh Samet, Koh Samet, if you've been there, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. All the beach uh, restaurants have tables and chairs on the beach. It's part of the, uh, the evening. It's part of the atmosphere. It's lovely. You know, you sit outside, you're dining, you're eating your food, having a few beers. The waves are washing around. You know, it's really nice. But apparently, no, cannot do that now, especially in Jom Tien. Hopefully, fingers crossed, sense will prevail and they'll allow more people to do that. You know, if they want to cart their tables and chairs over, well, let them do it. If you want to sit on the beach, much nicer. Uh, now, this one, you know, I mean, she was very, very lucky. And I mean, seriously lucky. And it's great because it just does emphasize that not everybody is the same. But I will talk about the reasoning behind I'm talking about this. A potato bus, bar, uh, sorry, a potato bar bus driver returns the bag with 4,000 euros to a Finnish tourist. Now, basically, there's a lady, and uh, what happened was uh, she got on the BART bus and she's left her bag behind. Why in the world do you need to carry 4,000 euros in your bag with you? You know, we've had this discussion a, a few times, and I'm not going to go over it again, but, you know, use hotel safes, use your room safe. You know, don't carry that kind of money around. It really is just ridiculous. And she left the bag behind. So it says an honest BART bus driver returned a bag with 4,000 euros that he spotted in the back of his car to a Finnish woman. The bag also contained the woman's smartphone and other valuables according to the, uh, to the Rao Rak Pattaya Facebook page. And, you know, you've got to admire the guy. Fair play to him for doing that. That's really, really genuinely honest of him. Um, I'm not saying that everyone, other, every other BART bus driver wouldn't do the same, but let's just say, you know, in the wrong hands, temptation might get the better of them. But the point being is about this story. It's not about that he returned it, and, you know, that's fantastic. But why carry that amount of cash on you? That amount of cash on you really is just asking for trouble. And without being rude to her, especially being a, a woman on her own. You know, imagine walking around at night time and, you know, I, I don't know. But why, why in the world would you do that? Just don't carry large amounts of cash on you. you know, even if you're going out on a bender tonight and that's what you want to do, well, then just use whatever money you need. You can always go and get some more out, you know, take... 10,000 baht with you, or if you're really going on one, like 15, 20,000 baht, but that's it. Don't carry around all your money in one go. Well, I'm assuming it's all her money. If it isn't, well, she's doing well. If that's her night out, fair play to that. Now, something you don't see very often, and uh, this is in the Patea News. Uh, it says here that a wild, uh, a wild boar on the loose in Patea draws major social media attention. <laughs> So apparently, uh, it goes on to say here, the dark boar, believed to be a male weighing about 200 to 300 kilos, was walking in the, out and about around Big Sea Extra in central Pattaya. Uh, the Soang Bolibun rescue workers were called to the scene to remove the boar after it broke some plants, plants of some local residents. Uh, but it's quite an interesting uh, story. It goes on to say, however, the, bar proved to, uh, the boar proved to be a tough cookie uh, as it refused to be knocked out. <laughs> 
by five tranquilizer darts fired at it. Uh, with a shake of its head and a snort, the boar made its daring escape, leaving the rescuers to scratch their heads. But the irony of the story is it's not that, that they went there to, to remove it, but he, he went off. <coughs> and um, it just, you know, they, they've just left him. <laughs> He's wandering around somewhere. Uh, carries on to say, the beast is believed to be roaming freely somewhere in Patea as of the press time, although it seems peaceful and not afraid of people. The rescuers said it might be someone's lost pet. They are working on trying to move it safely out of the city. So if you do spot a wild boar, and I know what you're going to say, I know some of the tongue-in-cheek comments are going to be, yeah, you should go down Soy Chaipu, there's a load of boars there, and all the, I know what's going to come. Um, but, you know, if you do see a wild boar walking around the street, well, there you go, you heard it here first, you know, well, not first, but you heard it here, uh, you know that uh, he's quite friendly, or she's quite friendly, I don't know, but boar is it? Yeah, female, I don't know, female or male, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's quite friendly. She can go up and have a, have a selfie with him if you want. But uh, they're, just, they're, they're just five tranquilizer darts. Wow, wow. And talking of wow, now this didn't actually happen here. This happened down in, uh, in uh, Hoi Hin. But Thailand has set a new Guinness World Record for performing the largest Muay Thai dance. Now, Muay Thai is, the, is a traditional Thai fighting uh, it's historically uh, embedded in Thai culture. All the kids do it at a very, very young age, including the girls. So uh, just be wary of that, guys. Just, just remind yourselves of that if you are, if you can have a, a ding dong with your missus, she might give you a quick roundhouse. Um, but 3,660 Thai soldiers have set a new Guinness World Record after performing the largest Muay Thai Waikru ceremony as part of the government's attempt to push Muay Thai as the country's unique soft power. Now, that's an interesting choice of words there, soft power. If you watch these guys in the, uh, go to any of the stadiums here and watch the Muay Thai fights, they really are great. Um, but they do their traditional entrance and their, their wine and their bowing and their prayers, and then they, they in, in, uh, indulge in combat. And, you know, I've had a go at it. When I, years ago, when I first came out, I had a go at it. Oh, man, it worked for me. It worked for me. They are so strong. Even the young lads, you know, they're just pure blocks of concrete and they hit hard. They hit really, really hard. But uh, you know, if you are looking for an entertainment, something to do with an evening, you know, go out and have a look at the Muay Thai stadiums, the Muay Thai stadiums, they really are great. They put on a lot of exhibitions. You can always find the information you're looking for. And uh, go and enjoy an evening's entertainment because they really do kick the crap out of each other. It's incredible. Uh, but yeah, so that's what they've been doing. Fair play to them. Fair play to them for doing that. And uh, hopefully it will bring more uh, awareness of what is an incredibly very tough sport to, to uh, endure. So, as I said earlier, it is Valentine's Day tomorrow. It is the 14th tomorrow. You've got to go out there and spend some pennies and spoil the, the love of your life, soon to be your wife, or maybe you've even gone that far. I know I have. So, uh, uh, But in case you're looking for a couple of things to do, uh, maybe this one isn't quite right to take your Valentine to, but if you went there, maybe you will find your new Valentine. And that is at Heaven Above. Uh, go to Heaven Above in Soy Boomerang. Uh, they're doing a special evening and a party night. And uh, go and say hello to Greg and to Bob and the lads there. They're great guys, really are good. Um, you know, pop in there, go and say hello to them. And it's a really nice environment. It's big, it's spacious, it's recently, well, I say recently, it's been a few months now, but it's, it's a big double unit, lots and lots of girls in there. It's a great entertainment venue, it's really, really popular. And that's in Soy Boomerang. If you're not sure where Soy Boomerang is, Soy Boomerang is located along Soy Bacow, just opposite the hospital. 
if you see where Playgirls is, uh, Playgirls is on the corner, just turn up there, and uh, if you can prize your way past Playgirls, very good venue, uh, and get up there to the left-hand side, that's where Heaven Above is, and while you're in the area, pop across the road into that little dead-end street, go in there, that's where Club Fate is, so if you don't find the Valentine of your choice in Heaven or Playgirls, maybe you might strike lucky in Club Fate. They're all in the same area. So it's a great little soy, nice little soy, packed full of bars, and uh, definitely well worth checking out. Now on a little bit more, probably less, uh, or a very different, relaxing Valentine's, I think this one you're gonna need, well I know you are gonna need to bring your Valentine with you, but if you wanna go somewhere really nice and see some incredible views, uh, go up to the top of the Siam at Siam Design Hotel. It's unbelievably beautiful. At the very top there, you can see for miles across the city bay, uh, right over to Kolan Island. If you get there for the sunset, you're in for a treat because the sunsets up there are just breathtaking. And uh, they have their Beats the Valentine evening. And uh, basically, they're going to be putting on a, it says, falling in love pool party they're putting on featuring DJs, MCs, air hoop, what is air hoop? Uh, drum tattoo, starts at three o'clock in the afternoon, finishes at 10 p.m. Now they do great food, uh, there's a really good selection of drinks up there, there's really comfortable seating. You know, like I say, it's a, it's a well, what do they call that uh, swimming pool that goes over the edge and it looks like it's in the sea? Um, oh God, what do you call it? Not never ending, uh, infinity, infinity pool, they have an infinity pool there. Uh, which would be great for sitting down, chilling out in. And it really is a nice venue. I've been up there a few times myself. I take my wife up there. It's really, really good. It's not cheap, but you are paying for incredibly good views, really nice ambience, good quality food, and uh, just a nice treat. So if you are in the in the area thinking about, yep, yeah, I want to go up there and uh, check that out, go up to the Siam at Siam Design Hotel. Very easy to get to. As soon as you get on Second Road, it's one-way traffic. Just get on any BART bus, doesn't matter, any BART bus. Head yourself along the route, you'll go past Soy 6, you'll keep going, and eventually you'll see the Siam at Siam Design Hotel on the left-hand side. Big, tall, purple building, can't miss it. Now, away from Valentine, uh, there's a couple of parties, and guess where there's a party today? Not today, but on Saturday. Saturday the 18th, starting at 3 o'clock. Yes, you know where you're going to go. You're going to go down to Soy 6 to Pui's birthday. Uh, it's her birthday. I don't know how old she is. Um, lovely looking lady. But uh, you go down to Soy 6 there if you want to celebrate a birthday. And the nice thing about Soy 6, I say this every time, but you know when you go down there, it is packed. There are lots and lots of girls in Soy 6 right now. Um, I would say in fairness, other than Walking Street, I reckon they, they're a good challenge for being the most populated street here in the city centre in terms of the amount of girls that are here. Um, but yeah, go down to, to there. It's sexy in the city. Uh, Pui, she's, it's her birthday on Saturday. Pop in, go and say hello. You'll know who she is because they will walk around with that band of, uh, of uh, money wrapped around them where they staple the, the money to, their, to, the, uh, to the necklace. And that's her treat for her birthday uh, as such. So uh, if you are in the area Saturday and think so, do pop down, go down, go and say hello. Now, something that hasn't actually happened yet, but I can tell you now it's great fun if you have ever been involved in it. And uh, that is the Patea Color Fun Run, the, the fun run. It, I've, done a, I've done some videos and some, oh, sorry, that's a lie. I've done some photos. I've done some photos in the past of this event. It's fantastic, it really is. And uh, I don't actually know what it's on, but it says here the color runs are staged all over the world and were established in Utah in 2012 in an effort to get businessmen to participate without having to have a higher level of fitness. 
6,000 participated in the first ever run. And what you do is they go on a little jog, they go on a run, but they wear these white t-shirts. And the object of the run is while you're running, people bombard you with big color ball bombs. And uh, it sounds crazy, it sounds weird, but I gotta say, go and check it out. The last one I did was just up by the, uh, the, mount, uh, the top of Prattenack Hill. They ran around the top of Prattenack Hill. And uh, the photography that I got was just brilliant. It really, really was fantastic. But like I say, that's gonna, that has yet to happen. It's not happening until February the 26th. But if you are here, uh, take the time to go and have a look. It really is good fun. What I would say though is don't wear your best clobber just in case someone might think that you're participating and they launch this color powder bomb on you. Uh, so yeah, don't wear your best gear. Maybe just go up there in a pair of shorts, lip flops and a, and a vest or whatever. Uh, but it's good fun. It really, really is good fun. And like I say, if you've not experienced it, these are the little quirky things that we do here that often go unknown and yet are great fun to watch and even participate in. All right, so there we go, guys. That's this week's news roundup. Uh, I hope you found it a bit more interesting than the, the previous ones. I've got to be honest, sometimes I feel like I'm just doing the news for the sake of doing the news. Uh, but uh, this week, I thought, no, there's some good talking points here. Uh, let's have a chat about that and see where we go. And the nice thing about the whole fact of the talking is, you know, I read every comment and uh, people say to me, do you really do that? Or is it like one of your, one of your team or is it just like a robot? I generally read every single comment and I reply it personally. So I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. It's my morning ritual. I wake up early in the morning, stupid o'clock in the morning, and uh, I get a coffee, I sit down, and then I just read through one by one by one, answering as we go. And uh, it's great to see some of the comments. It's really, really cool. And uh, if you are here and you know of an event or you know of uh, something that needs a shout out and you think I could cover it in my news, please drop me an email, 247 at gmail.com. Uh, let me know if you can provide any links or photos or any information on the events uh, that you think, yep, I know someone, then uh, it'd be great to hear because one of the nice things I want to try and develop with this is more about the events, less about the news. And say, right, guys, this is this week's events roundup. Here's 20 parties that you can go to. So it might think, oh, actually, I'll go on that one or I don't fancy that one. Uh, so if you can help me out, if uh, people don't publicize it on social media, which some don't still, but I know it sounds strange, but some don't, uh, drop me a note. All right, guys, there you are. That's it for today. Thank you very much indeed for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Uh, have a look on Discord, a great source, great resource there to get information. There's thousands of people on there, so have a look. That's totally free of charge. Uh, so have a look on there and become a member and uh, join in. And talking to members, if you have a look at our members area on our new website, it's going from strength to strength. That really is good. It's giving me the opportunity to bring different videos, uh, different content that I can't share like this. So uh, have, a, have a look at that. There's a, there's a link in the description. Oh, sorry, I got a bit of wind there. Uh, and if you'd like to support the channel, uh, there is a link to our channel members area down below and your support is much appreciated. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you very much indeed for watching and please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.